Oh, this is George Harrison. And you've got it dialed into The Biscuit Boys on Kaku 88.5. Will you wake up in the morning? Oh yeah. Hit the snooze again. Hitting that snooze. You know what I hit this morning? I'll give you a hint. I failed N N N. Oh lordy. Let the chips all spin. By which I'm talking about no Nestle November. Let the chips all special. And you've already failed no shave November. I've shaved all the Novembers already. I didn't even know No Shave November was a thing. Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers, gravy gals, and biscuit boys alike. Rejoice, because it is I, the host of the Biscuit Show, Chuck Sauce. In the studio today, I got my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Vincent Fody, Vincent Fody, welcome back to the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Biscuit is right here. It's great to be back, Chuck. The Biscuit is right here. You got it dialed in to Maui's free speech network, baby. You got it tuned in to Maui's number two radio program. I feel like I'm on a... You're on a gravy train with Biscuit Wheels. This is 88.5 KAKU, your at-home conspiracy station. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. You can flash fry a buffalo in 40 seconds. 40 seconds? But I want it now. I want it now, and I want so much more. We have too much to dive into today, Vincent Fody. We've got We're talking about club. conspiracies. We've We're got... going to dive on into QAnonanon. We, we've got uh, we got so much stuff to talk about, Chuck. JFK Jr., what side is he on? It's a confusing year, Vincent Bodie. Maybe we'll do a Vince Please. Vince Please. We've got Gluttony Club. Today is hashtag National Sandwich Day. Yep, I get all my text messages from you and Jersey Mike. That's today, Wednesday, November 3rd, if you're listening to us live on the radio. Today is hashtag National Sandwich Day. <laughs> Give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear what's your favorite sandwich on the island. And you are our favorite sandwich on the island, whether and you're at home, in your car, or crocheting in your bathtub. Thanks for getting into the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. <laughs> And uh, we should mention right up front that you and I are both local Maui comedians. We are not just conspiracy aficionados. We are not just gravy aficionados. But you got it right, Vincent Fody. We are comedians, baby. And uh, if you are listening to us live on the radio, don't forget that you can listen to all of the back episodes. Just look us up on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can also find us on Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can find us on Patreon, Biscuits and Gravy. 808. We've only got one tier. It's the Biscuit tier. And broadcasting live 24-7 a day from BiscuitWars.com. That's right, Vincent Fody. The lamestream media is always trying to hide that biscuit and or gravy news away from us. But we are the Biscuit Truth Network. Yes, we are BTN. And also don't forget that if you want to send trivia questions for us to ask to Chuck live on the air, send them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Now, Chuck, as we mentioned earlier, it is November. November. Yeah, so it's uh, no Nestle November, as Mm -hmm. some people like to call it, where you try to not eat any Nestle products. Which is really tough, because how am I supposed to go a whole month without eating Libby's canned dog food, (laughs) a.k.a. everything they sell at Long's? How am I supposed to do it? Um, But it is November, so you know what that means. Lots of leftover Halloween candy. No! This is... 
this is the worst year, man. I don't know where you went, or maybe you beat me to the punch, but there is a shortage of discount Halloween candy, and you know who I blame, Vincent Foti? Who, the liberals? The liberal elite, <laughs> the corporate media, and the shape-shifting demonoid lizard people. And that brings me back to the main point of no, what, November? No Nestle November? No Nestle November, okay? They got their, their hands and all these little pies, okay? Can we do a reverse call to action okay. where we tell people not to get Nestle? You know products? what Nestle does, Vincent Fody? They kill the they world. They take their straw and they drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. That's what they do. They go around the world stealing water from people. So if you like water, don't, don't get now, Nestle. Now, Vincent Fody, do you know who hates water? Who wants this world to dry up? Who's that? Lizard people. Oh, yeah, that's true, because lizards like a nice dry habitat and maybe a rock to stun themselves on. Uh-huh. I'm You're not going to be say... able to do it. It's no Perrier. Perrier <laughs> is owned by Nabisco. I can't do it, bro. I don't drink Perrier now that I've got a soda stream. Ooh, baby. So I make my own sparkling water You know home. what Nestle has a monopoly on, too? What's that? Baby food and baby formula. Mm. Do you know what baby food and baby formula does? Um... It fattens up the babies for Queen Elizabeth, but it makes Ooh, them less healthy. Makes them delicious. It makes them delicious for the shape-shifting <laughs> demonoid lizard people and the liberal elite that like to eat babies. And it increases their levels of adrenochrome. They eat babies, Vincent Fody. It's a fact. So speaking of eating babies, QAnon, the QAnon crowd were very upset this week. Uh, yesterday they was <laughs> the day that JFK Jr. and JFK we're supposed to show up in Dallas on the grassy knoll, the spot where JFK was assassinated, live on national television, where everybody saw him get killed. And so JFK and JFK Jr., who died in 1999, I believe, yep, in a plane crash. Uh, in Cape Cod, flying in, to Martha's in, Vineyard. On his way to Martha's like Vineyard. Epstein Island is a place for corporate elite to eat babies. Uh, much like the Nine Inch Nails album, he entered a downward spiral, <laughs> and uh, to, from which he never returned. Uh, and so, for some reason, the QAnon crowd uh, they believe that JFK and JFK Jr. were both going to come back to life, or that they've they've been alive secretly the entire time, back to life, back they, to reality, and that they were going to show up in Dallas on the grassy knoll, and they were going to anoint Donald Trump. To become mm -hmm. president again? Mm -hmm. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, they, he already was president still in their minds. Although but, Biden messed up this week or Trump messed up this week and called well, him. Trump said that Biden was the worst president of all time, to which QAnon said, wait he's a second, he's not the president, you're the president, didn't you remember? Now, for those of you just tuning so in they to can't KKU, keep their own story 88.5, the voice of Maui, I'm sure you're just like me. You live under a rock, under a cave, under a dumpster. And you only leave to listen to the radio show, Biscuits and Gravy, or to go to PrepperCon and buy all your discount food. Your Patriot Pantry. Your Patriot Pantry. <laughs> Freeze-dried biscuits. Now, QAnon, of course, is uh, a modern-day Manhattan project, right? Hold they on. are the best and brightest of the minds, okay? Are they, though? They are the tea party that partied like it's 1999, By okay? the way, if, if JFK was alive, he'd be 104 years old. So even even if he wasn't assassinated and that was fake, I don't think he would have made it to 104. I don't know, baby. You remember what people used to eat back in the 60s? They didn't have very healthy diets, Chuck. I don't know. Didn't he just eat Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> hey oh, all right, Mr. President. Okay. Now, JFK so, Jr., why is JFK Jr. 
Okay, someone who's the son of the most decorated Democrat, Democrat in the history of the United yeah, States. Yeah, it doesn't even really make JFK sense, right? JFK was so much of a Democrat that the, the CIA and the mafia had him assassinated. A couple okay? of years ago, there was a, a conspiracy theory going around that he that JFK Jr. was still alive and that the Democrats were going to be running him for governor or something or for the Senate. And so now somehow he is on... QAnon side and is going to help Donald Trump? I don't even understand the logic your, behind that. Your tone has a lot of uh, indignation and mean questions. <laughs> I wouldn't it, say indignation. Voting. Okay? I'm just I think that I'm your just, tone is I'm just, alluding we're asking, that you don't think QAnon we're just is the asking questions. people in the crayon box. We're asking questions here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Now we all Another know thing I want to ask a question JFK about. Jr. was on what magazine right before he died? Oh, GQ. No. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> therefore, he is the golden calf that G and Q know. Okay, so we know Q stands for QAnon. Uh-huh. Does, what does G stand for? Gullible? All right, even. No, genius. Yeah, that's GQ, right. genius QAnon. Uh-huh. Okay, speaking of genius QAnon, also... I- I received an email that you forwarded it to me. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, that's from, right. from the Trump campaign. They're they're trying to uh, rally up some more donations. And in the email, I saw something very disturbing, Chuck. What, Vincent Fodi? Uh, they said that immigrants and illegal aliens are coming in through our borders. However, borders was capitalized. Just, just the B? Just the B was capitalized, which leads me to believe they're not talking about the borders around the outline of our country. They're talking about... The defunct bookstore borders. And there's nothing QAnon hates more than bookstores, books. Vincent Bodie. Okay. <laughs> and reading. Um, <laughs> and so this made me really worried, Chuck, because that means. I'm worried too, Vincent Bodie. Is it possible that immigrants are coming in through our abandoned borders bookstores? Now we all know Jeff that Bezos. Underneath Walmarts, okay, are connecting tunnels. Now we know that Jeff Bezos started Amazon to put bookstores out of business. Yes, he did. So is Jeff Bezos, did he start Amazon to put all the borders out of business so he could use it as a secret front to sn- to smuggle immigrants into the country? And the immigrants come in our country and they take our jobs through- and then what do hard working, uneducated Americans have to do? Work for Amazon. Work for Amazon. That's right. And pee in bottles. Yeah. (laughs) And then here's the other thing. We know that Jeff Bezos and his billionaire buddy, Elon Musk, are are in cahoots. They both hang out in space together. They're both part of the billionaire space force. Mm -hmm. And we also know that immigrants come into the country through secret tunnels. We know that there's a bunch of secret tunnels underneath all the Walmarts in the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, Elon Musk owns a company called the boring company and what? and what does the boring company do make tunnels they build they build underground tunnels i mean it couldn't be any more obvious that these two are in cahoots building underground tunnels that lead up to our mini malls and into abandoned borders bookstores where they're sneaking in illegal aliens it makes too much sense vincent Fody. it makes too much sense <laughs> Uh, don't Funny you love buying candy the day after Halloween when it's I on went sale? to go buy all this candy and I didn't see any discount candy anywhere? Thought, well, didn't well you bought I, candy before Halloween, right? Not much. So, I just went to to Walgreens right now. I didn't see any discount candy. I like to. I like. Oh, uh, here's some candy. Our our studio producer DJ Tony Midnight just gave uh, us DJ some. DJ Tony Two Tokes. It's refilled. Ooh. He refilled the the Halloween candy bucket. Thank you so much, Tony. And so I bought a lot of candy before Halloween. I bought a lot of candy before Halloween. And so I had plenty of leftover Halloween candy at my house. I had a lot of uh, take fives. I love Reese's take fives. 
Yeah, you do. They're like one of my favorite candies, but I also had a lot of Ferrero Rocher. Well, and when you came over to my house, did you have any of the Ferrero Rochers? I did, but I got to be limiting in my candy. How am I supposed <sighs> to do no Nestle November, Vincent Fodi? Um, so my question is... Got to is... the dankest Ferrero Rocher candies. I don't ever remember seeing Ferrero Rochers as part of like the Halloween candy. They're so... They're, it's more like a pre-Christmas It's, it's such a, like a grown-up candy. And so it kind of led me to ask the question, is there candy that's not Halloween candy? Because we know there there is candy that is specifically Halloween candy, like candy corn, right? Ugh. Candy corn gets a bad rap. A lot of people don't like candy corn. I kind of do like candy corn. because you're a loser. <laughs> you have terrible <laughs> taste. Uh, which is why I'm friends with you, Jeff. All right. And so I kind of like candy corn, but candy corn, you can't deny that candy corn is a specifically sort of like fall Halloween candy, right? There's no denying if it's a You don't eat candy corn at other times of the year. Not unless you're a weirdo. Is there any other, like, specifically Halloween candy? I mean, like, there's the Halloween-themed candy, like a Reese's pumpkin-shaped peanut butter cup or something like that. I think minis are just a lot more popular during Halloween season. I think so, too. Now, but there, here's the other flip side of that coin, is is there candy that's not Halloween candy? I would say Ferro Rocher. Ferro Rocher the, does kind of strike me as... slam down. Oh, yeah, right? the chocolate oranges that always come out around uh-huh. Christmas time, which I personally am a huge fan of. I peeps, love those. Peeps are usually for Easter. Peeps, right. Uh, yeah, candy peeps. canes, that's Christmas candy canes. Okay, now that's interesting because somebody at work brought in a big thing of candy canes before Halloween, and I was like, what? I understand that candy canes are candy, but they're definitely more specifically that Christmas. Long, that long? Mate, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Um, what about like mints? Like mints and gum? Those are candy, I think, like, but they're Andy's like. these candies is also a little bit more Christmassy. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they, you can put them on a on a hotel pillow, I guess. Okay. Right? Um, hotel, motel, holiday inn, pillow. Interesting. Holiday Inn Express. Mm-hmm. You're going to get an Andy's candy on top of your pillow. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like those are specifically maybe Pez. Do you ever get Pez around Halloween? Never. Pez no. doesn't feel like a Halloween candy. Hmm. Yeah, but I think no definitely Pez Peeps. I, I think it. I would be really weirded out if I saw Peeps around Halloween time. Yeah. Oh, and um, what are the little eggs? The Cadbury cream eggs. Also Easter. Yeah, those are definitely specifically Easter. They have like one commercial from 1994 with like the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, right? <laughs> so if you guys can think of any candy that is that is not Halloween candy, give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear from you. Funny for Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers. Warning, it may cause throat cancer. Today's show is also brought to us by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. Funding for BGR comes in part by this station and members like you. And lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. Love gravy. Today's show also wouldn't have been possible without help from Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best celebrity closets? You're getting close. Oh, all right. All right. So what else can we talk about? Oh, Chuck, I got some stuff for follow-up junction. Why don't you blow, blow the train whistle? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for getting it dialed in. K-A-K-U, K-A-K-U, 88.5, the voice of Maui, Maui's at-home conspiracy station. In the studio today, we got Vincent Fody, and the lovely segment we're going to jump on into right now is Follow-Up Junction. All aboard! 
I've got so much stuff to talk about for follow-up jokes. Well, let's give them something to talk about, Vincent Foti. So, first of all, somebody... Let's ease their gravy minds, Vincent Foti. Friend of the show, Corky Gardner, brought this to my attention, that uh, last week we were talking about the festival that Halloween came from originally in Ireland called... uh, It's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, which you would think would be Samhain. Mm -hmm. But it's actually pronounced Samhain. Of course. Which, because the Irish have a long tradition of mispronouncing things. <laughs> Has nothing to do with alcoholism. <laughs> like, S-E-A-M-U-S, Seamus. Mm-hmm. S-M-I-T-H-W-I-C-K-S. Smithwicks. Smithwicks is pronounced... Smithwicks! Smithwicks. You're kidding me! They're like, well, that's not how you pronounce it. I'll it's, take a it's pronounced, please. It's pronounced Smithwicks. And it's like... No, that's no, not the, the first thing the British did when they conquered <laughs> Ireland was outlaw Gaelic, <laughs> and then they outlawed the Irish language. Hey, all right, it makes sense I'm that they're all day because the the pronunciation of words doesn't make any sense. You can't just pronounce things however you want. Mm. Ireland, yeah, yeah so, I think it's just says a, the a, country that has Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire, sure, sure. So oh, anyway, Lordy. Sam Samin is pronounced Sowen. Samhain. And so we want to get that right because we have a lot of witches that listen to the program. As you know, we, we have don't a lot of upset witches. The witches. A lot of our steadfast community is witches. We don't want to upset the witch community. I am trying to hex the Taliban. Right. We don't we don't want them to hex us. Mm-mm-mm. We love we love the the Wiccan community, the witch community, the pagan community. I'm a All about I'm a big pagan. fan of the pagan community. The pagan and the pagan. I'm a I'm a men <laughs> Okay, I'm not a fan of the pegging community. I just like the pegging community. Oh, yeah, run a train on the pegging community. By the way, if you want to call us and talk to us about bewitching the Taliban, give us a call, 808-873-3435. Also, here's something else for Follow-Up Junction. What do you got, Vincent Fody? Last week, we were pondering the question... Has McDonald's ever had gravy on their menu? We asked the real questions here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, okay? We are not corporate shills, and so, okay? We are not part of MSN. That's right. The on, mainstream me, media me is missing out on all the gravy information. Let me organize my papers here. Uh, I did some research here, and according to this, <clears throat> you, know how, you know how a lot of... Uh, <clears throat> you know how a lot of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the voicemail I left you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a friend of the show, Vincent Price. <laughs> so, you know how... Um, thank you. A lot of McDonald's restaurants have things on their secret menu. Mm-hmm. A lot of fast food places. Uh, we, we've talked extensively about In-N-Out Burger and some of the stuff that they have on their secret menu. Oh, yeah. Nothing but, like the good old-fashioned In-N-Out. We've also talked about... <laughs> Uh, the McDonald's secret menu as well. Taco Bell's got quite the secret menu. You know who doesn't have a good secret menu? KFC. And so uh, on shame on you. On the Hawaiian McDonald's secret menu, there's actually like a Portuguese sausage breakfast sandwich that you mm-hmm. can get. But on a, in the southern U.S., there's a lot of McDonald's restaurants in the southern part of the United States that have on their secret menu biscuits and gravy. No way. Yeah, and so they because. All McDonald's have the biscuits because they have the biscuits for their they breakfast got the sandwiches. Best biscuits. You better right? bet your bottom biscuit. Better bet your bottom biscuit that McDonald's got some Boku biscuits, mm-hmm. right? They're bodacious Boku biscuits. <laughs> and so they also, in some of the southern McDonald's restaurants, on the secret menu, they have actual biscuits and gravy. It's like a white sausage, like a sawmill gravy. What? 
Yeah, and so it's not on the official menu, but if you go into a lot of McDonald's, you'll be able to find actual biscuits and gravy. You can ask them for some gravy. So that that settles it. McDonald's actually does offer gravy in some contexts. Mm, muy interesante. Uh, which I'm very excited about. Next time I travel to the southern U.S., I'm going to try to order some biscuits and gravy. Hawaii is south, though. I don't get it. Well, we are south, but Hawaii is its own thing. I yeah, wonder what are. they. I, yeah. I, I wonder what the what they have like in other regional. Like I know in Maine they have lobster. I think you can get lobster rolls at McDonald's. They had a very short lived time actually where lobster rolls were uh, uh, almost national national product. And I'm sure that they were only nine ninety nine, which is wait that does seem kind of high though. For I mean, McDonald's. How high do you have to be to eat a lobster at McDonald's? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're in Maine, they're probably getting them locally you have to be sourced. To eat lobsters at McDonald's. Give us a call at eight zero eight. I mean, we have seven three. We have spam on our. You, you can get spam and Are rice. Are you equating spam to lobster, Vincent Foti? Well, I'm equating it to regional foods. Like here in Hawaii, you can get spam and rice at McDonald's, and that's something that you can't get anywhere else in the country. Mm. In Alaska, I'm sure they probably have like crude oil and reindeer meat. Actually, every fast food place I went to when I was in Alaska this summer, when I escaped from charcuterie rehab, yeah. all the fast food places were out of everything, Vincent Fodi. Aw, that there sucks. supply chain shortages, okay? I wonder the if they have, like, reindeer. Fiasco. You think they have, like, reindeer sausage up in Alaska and reindeer on McDonald's? Sausage. What do you think? You got it dialed into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. like show. salmon burgers? I'm the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Chuck Sauce, and the co-host, Vincent Fodi. Today's show is underwritten in part by Chris Brown's Batteries. Get charged with battery from Chris Brown. Today's show is also presented in part by Christoph Waltz's Dance Studio. Do you want to tango like Django? You'll be an inglorious dancer at Christoph Waltz's Dance <sighs> Studio. A good one, bro. And also Helen Hunt's rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. This show would not be possible without help from all of our celebrity sponsors. God bless celebrities. And, and their <laughs> fact-checking. What would we do without celebrities? Mm. Uh, speaking of celebrities, Chuck. What? Here's another thing, another item for follow-up junction. Uh, die over I here. I know that uh, you all, we have often talked about on this show Ben & Jerry's flavors <laughs> and various celebrities that get Ben & Jerry's flavors and how they Ben & Jerry's never contacts us. Because no. this is what we do for a living, people. We make up celebrity-based puns nobody and, ever and nobody create successful business models and talk them. and talk about delicious uh food Hanks, products Hanker cheese come on you should hit <laughs> us up guys tom hanks lamb shanks come on it doesn't get much better than that no there there's another idea for you ben and jerry's <laughs> well anyway <sighs> a new celebrity has gotten a new ben and jerry's flavor ice cream um i'm already so mad ben and jerry's corner Steaming. it's time for ben and Jer- do you know who it is no oh oh <laughs> no it's colin kaepernick so Colin Kaepernick is a vegan, so he has a new dairy-free vegan Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which I know uh, – don't look at me like that. I didn't come up with it. I'm not vegan, Chuck. Don't look at me like that. I'm very upset. <laughs> it's a dairy – it's not even called ice cream or frozen yogurt. It's called, it's called dairy-free frozen dessert product. Um, and so it's made from like <laughs> – hydrogenated sunflower seed oil or something like that. That gives well, anyway, cancers and big titties. It's it's called Change the World W-H-I-R-L-E-D World. Change the World. Change the World. And as we know, Colin Kaepernick, a big supporter of 
um, like black rights and mm-hmm. everything. And he was famous for his protest during the football games, during the national anthem. Apparently, Colin Kaepernick doesn't like that uh, police just get to beat up black people all the time. Yeah. That's why they call the boys in blue, because they bruise you. They make you black and blue. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick is half black and half white, so I thought the obvious (laughs) choice would be like a chocolate and vanilla swirl ice cream. Of course. Nothing brings the world together Um, like chocolate and vanilla. They didn't do chocolate and vanilla. Because they didn't ask us, Vincent Foley. I know, but they did do – it has – his ice cream has fudge chips. Chocolate cookies and graham crackers. So I guess it's kind of black and white because it has chocolate and crackers. <laughs> I couldn't help but think that there was a couple other better options. Like my first instinct was Snow Kaepernick. Of course. And it has like those little snow cap candies yeah! that you get at the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, like little non pareils. Wouldn't that be so yummy? I'd be very yummy, yummy. Snow Kaepernick's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought about, I don't know, Afro Taffy, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound very appealing. Have you ever, is there, I don't like the idea of taffy and ice cream because I think it would get hard ah. and that doesn't sound very appealing. And there's nothing to laffy taffy about equal rights, Vincent Foley. Yeah, there's no, that uh, taffy is no laffy matter. Uh, how about this one? Blackberries matter. I would love a good, I like, first of all, I love blackberry ice well, cream. Well, who doesn't, I love blackberry everything. I love blackberry uh, juicy jays. Mm. I love blackberry jam. Mm-hmm. I like everything about blackberry about jam blackberries. Is my jam. And blackberries is vegan. Also, so yeah. I don't know why they didn't do Blackberries Matter. I think that would have been a good one. Uh, how about this one? Take a Neapolitan. Oh, see again, multiple flavors in it. Yeah, you have you got your chocolate, your vanilla, and your strawberry. Mm-hmm. Brings everybody together. It brings everybody together, and it has a nice, delicious pun right in there. Take a Neapolitan. Take a Neapolitan. Come, Come on, on, Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's, you have to start contacting us. We're the biscuits and gravy. The biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. You think biscuits and gravy at gmail.com is getting all the Ben and Jerry's emails? Probably. <laughs> They're like, why is <laughs> why is Ben and Jerry's keep emailing us? Ugh. So it's the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com or just t- hit us up on Instagram, biscuits and gravy 808. By the way, speaking of Instagram, today I just posted a bunch of pictures of some of my favorite sandwiches that I've eaten over the past couple of years. Because today is National Sandwich Day. Because today day. is National Sandwich Day. So, and uh, if you're listening to the biscuits and gravy, let Chuck and Vince be the bread and let you be the inside of the bread. Let our love open the door. You got it sandwiched in to KAK. To your house. KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We got to do one more segment, and then we're going to come back with a little bit of spoiler alert. Gluttony Club. Gluttony Club, spoiler alert, and Chuck Stuff. Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. The knowledge buffalo. Um, So I guess the only thing uh, left to talk about before we go on our break is I can do a quick Vince, please. Vince, please. Because as as listeners know that, Chuck, you've – You've ranted and raved a lot about robots and how you're kind of a self-proclaimed robophobe. Robots activate. Just like friend of the show, Willie Simon. And I like I... to watch BattleBots because it's... Robot and robot violence. Okay, I feel like a rich guy watching the poor people fight over themselves. That's right. You heard it here first, everybody. The show Squid Game or late-stage capitalism? Late-stage capitalism. <laughs> well, speaking of late-stage capitalism, Chuck, now that robots are getting to the point where they can somewhat be autonomous and controlled remotely... Um, another thing that we've seen as part of this late-stage capital gig economy is things like DoorDash, where instead of going to instead of going to KFC and getting your own chicken, you can just 
hire somebody to go pick it up for you and bring it to your house, right? Which is we the have dream. Uber Eats, DoorDash, things Why of this nature. Why was it limited to pizza and Chinese food, Vincent Fody? I don't know. But what I do know is that there's a, there's some new upstart companies. It's the same thing as DoorDash, but they're using robots. <sighs> so although I am kind of worried about the increasing presence of robots in our society. I'm happy because you don't have to tip robots. I'm happy because A... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tip robots. They're but, not people, Vincent but Fody. Also you don't B, need to tip them. If you could, could you like if you order from KFC, we could be living in a world where a robot will bring gravy to your door. I want to live in that world, Vincent Fody. We got possible gravy bots, Chuck. So maybe I should be thanking Obama for the so, big drones. Thanks, okay? Obama. So maybe a world First, full of you're robots. Dropping bombs on brown people. Now you're dropping gravy in my gullet. Mm-hmm. Okay, drones. I'm, I'm just saying that there might be a silver lining to this dark cloud of robots taking over because now we might have gravy bots, Chuck. Uh, I would love gravy bots. I mean, could you imagine it's three a.m. and uh, are you order DoorDash and a, a robot shows up to your house with some. McDon- with some McDonald's biscuits and gravy if you're in could the southern location. Or they could fly it over here, perhaps. Or they could fly it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amazon's already doing that in mm-hmm. in certain cities. Yeah. All right. All right. So with that, we're going to take a little break. Mm-hmm. And here's from, from some real sponsors. And then uh, we'll be right back. And coming up on the show, we've got Gluttony Club, Spoiler Alert, and Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> And we're back, Biscuit Network. So, Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Biscuits. I'm your co-host, Vince Archangel Fody. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Gluttony Club. Oh, here come the meat sweats. Oh, lordy. Gluttony Club would not be possible without support from our celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. And also by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. All right. So a little bit about Gluttony Club right now is, uh, first of all, I've drank a lot of wine this week and eaten a lot of steak. Still good. I know there was a couple doubters out there that drinking in bottles of wine and eating steak by yourself was not going to be a good time. It's like a deconstructed uh, slaughterhouse sangria. Well, that brings me to my next point, Vincent Fody, is that I've been doing a little is bit. That, uh, is that why you have heartburn? I am so <laughs> dying right now, Vincent You're Fody. Dying of okay? heartburn from all the slaughterhouse sangria. How am I sangria? supposed to fight the corporate elite, Agenda 21, and the shape shifting demonoid lizard people if I got some agenda? I've been getting a lot of Maui beef chips lately, which are like... They melt in your mouth, bro! Yeah, it's, it's basically very thinly sliced beef jerky that you kind of... It's dried out, and it's, it's like like a chip. Like, mm. you bite into it, you can snap into it. They could have had a caper-flavored ice cream, like caper Nick. Anyway. Oh, Colin Alrighty. Kaepernick? Yeah. Ew, with capers in it? <laughs> no. uh, I'm not... <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate... I do appreciate the effort, though. I want to give a shout-out on Gluttony Club this morning. Uh, As you know, I am not Hawaiian. I was actually born in the great state of Connecticut. And my local uh, 90s radio station, Radio 104.1 WMRQ, is uh, one of the DJs there is doing a 104 challenge and trying to eat 104 McRibs this month. Well, I've already Which eaten three McRibs. Reminds me when I was 19. I don't know if you've ever tried to do this with Zafodi, but I tried to have sex 100 times in a month. Okay. It was a lot of work. That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> Did you have a girlfriend? No. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the McRib, uh, the McRib is back, Chuck. And so the first day that the McRib came out, I bought four McRibs. 
I gave one to my girlfriend because I'm a loving boyfriend, and then I ate the other three. So I'm already up three McRibs. I don't know how long. I don't think is it going to be around for the entire month though, because I don't know if that DJ. I don't know if that DJ that you're talking about understands. It might not be around for an entire it's month. It's while supplies last. He might have to buy like a hundred of them or a hundred and four of them, and then just keep them in the freezer. I don't think you need to because bother with that. It's like Velveeta. You can la- just leave it out. The last time, yeah, I don't think you have to refrigerate. Now, for those ribs. of you just tuning in, oh, no, but the last time that show, it was out, it was only around for like uh, like a week or two. For those of you that are are true or false biscuit aficionados, you may have missed out on a key piece of vital information from a previous episode where we divulged the biggest secret of the universe, Vincent Fodi. What's that? It's not that the earth is shaped like a biscuit. It's not that the moon is hollow. It is that all McRibs were made at the exact same moment. <laughs> okay, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they got a ration it, Vincent Fodi. That's, yeah. All McRibs were made... In 1981, it's a it's a limited resource. It's it a, is. It's a non McRibs are a non renewable resource. Now Obama bought a bunch of the McRibs. Okay, Obama, and he kept it. He kept it. He kept it underground. In the Federal Reserve stockpile <laughs> in Fort Knox of McRibs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So are. <laughs> Obama actually. That's what those communists you guys, want, Vincent if you Fody, guys re- Okay. If you guys remember back in, I believe it was 2010, Obama tried to make the U.S. dollar on the McRib standard, where <laughs> you could go into any bank and trade your your currency in. On uh, we would be on a McRib based economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't didn't go over really well. No, it didn't. But you know what? He was a great mind ahead of his time. Probably because the McRib is pork based, and we all know who runs the World Bank. Mm. Today's show is brought to us by Britney Spears haircutting scissors. <laughs> <laughs> the World Bank is literally a piggy bank. For the best in cheers, get Britney Spears. Um, so, yeah, if you... <laughs> Britney Spears haircutting scissors. If you are a fan of McRibs, which is basically a McRib is like a pork slurry that's pressed into the shape of... <laughs> Can you say slurry on the radio? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a racial slurry. Uh, it's It's pressed into the shape of some sort of rib patty and the slathered in barbecue sauce with diced onions and pickles on a oval roll man i love mcribs and now is there anything special on the roll um i don't know there's no sesame seeds i think there might be sesame seeds on the roll i forget you know you're eating mcdonald's if you have to wonder what's in it <laughs> i don't i don't wonder i know exactly what it is it's, it's a pork slurry mm. and it's pretty delicious so just so you guys know it is available for a limited time so if you are going to eat some mcribs just remember that it's not going to be around forever but it is available for a limited time right now and then also i think the mcrib might be one of my uh favorite sandwiches but we should talk about national sandwich day because today is national sandwich day and i probably will eat a mcrib today as part of national sandwich day oh you know what else is funny i'm wearing my jones soda t-shirt right now that jones soda sent me for i chugged a bottle of jones uh turkey and gravy soda and then i took and you live to tell the tale i took a video of it and posted it on instagram and then jones soda sent me a free t-shirt that says jones soda but also it, it got me thinking 
I could eat a McRib and wash it down with a Jones soda, turkey and gravy soda, and this is like something you might like, want to call nine one one. It's like, but, but think about it because both of these things only come around every ten years or so, Ooh. and it just so happens that the planets have aligned mm-hmm. and allowed these two things to happen at the same time. This might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. You might not ever get another chance for the rest of your life to drink a turkey gravy soda and eat a McRib at the same time. When the moon is in the October sky and the like sunshine downs below, <laughs> it's the age of McRibius. It's the age of, of McRibius. McRibius. And so, yes, the plants have aligned and... This is a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime. It may never happen again. Speaking of talking heads, we got a lot more on the show. Hey-o, all all right. right, so let's talk sandwiches, Chuck. I, let's give them something to talk about. If you follow us on Instagram, I just posted a bunch of sandwiches, which were some that I bought in a store, some that I made myself. There was a, a double-decker Reuben that I made uh, mm. last year during the pandemic, which was one of the best sandwiches I've ever eaten. I also did a double-decker chicken parm sandwich. Which, yes. But what's what's your favorite place to get a sandwich on island? Terrible to say, but it's a, a chain, and it's Jersey Mike's. Well, that's not terrible to say. I Jersey Mike's has, Mike's, has, has some I good like sandwiches. Mike's, bro. Especially if you're going to go to the movies and you want to sneak a sandwich into the movie theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get some Jersey Mike's. And then some sort of very important information is about to be revealed. That's and then, when you open up your sandwich. Yeah, and then you're sitting there, you're watching Blade Runner 2054 uh-huh. and, and eating a chicken cheesesteak. Oh, good times. You know what else? I love all types of sandwiches, Vincent Fodi. I, I like making my own sandwiches. I like grilled cheese sandwiches. I like sandwiches. corporate sandwiches. I like, I like, I like uh, independently owned sandwiches mm-hmm. shops like 808 Deli. Yep. I like I like to use a George Foreman that I never clean. It has all, crispy, juicy grills on it. 808 Deli. I use that to make paninis. 808 Deli has one of my favorite sandwiches of all time, which is a um, it's like a wasabi beef sandwich. With wasabi their, and beef go together so well. With uh, their, their spicy pasta salad. The trick is that wasabi is actually horseradish. And as you know, I love 808 Deli's spicy pasta salad so oh. much that I... <laughs> I now I, we're not I persuaded you to go there. I persuaded the girl who works there to do some like corporate espionage and get me the <laughs> the recipe and so now I make it at my house. I'll make like a pound of it and then just eat it by myself. Mm, and then I pound it. You know what else I saw? Who else was posting for hashtag National Sandwich Day was a sandwich shop that is near and dear to my heart, but we don't have one on the island. Pot bellies. I love pot bellies. I love, I love pot bellies so much. Now, here's the debate. We don't have one on the though. island, though. What is a sandwich? Okay. Is it just two pieces of bread? Could it be a roll of bread cut in? I think it could be a, partially. I think hoagies count as sandwiches. Okay. Hoagies count as sandwiches. Yeah. Gyros don't count as sandwiches. I don't know. I think, I think a, a gyro could be considered a sandwich. Well, heroes and hoagies and subs are all the same thing. Mm. Um, grinders. Now, what paninis. if you got rid of the bread and you just had fried chicken? Is that a sandwich? I think as, so, as long as you double have, down by KFC a sandwich. I think it's a sandwich because it's got stuff in the middle with things on both sides. I think the symmetry, having something on both sides, is, Taco Bell shortly had a sandwich. Is what taco. Makes a sandwich. Uh, or was it a taco sandwich? Oh, it was a taco sandwich. Mm, Sounds pretty good. Today's show is underwritten in part by Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns. No one handles cock like Macaulay Culkin. Hey, Vince. 
Don't remodel your home alone. I think the last time I saw Pop Bellies was in an airport. I feel like it was in like either a Texas airport or somewhere in LAX, maybe. Mm. I can't remember. I think San Francisco has much better food. So if you're going to fly Ooh, from here. It might have been the San Francisco airport. San Francisco is a much better airport. San Francisco, first of all, great airport. Now, Second of all, it's getting do, chilly, they have a, do they have a Pop Bellies in San Francisco airport? Let's find. Well, I'll look that up and we'll talk about that next week. Uh, it's getting a little colder out, whether you're in Hawaii or, or like many of our listeners in uh, Washougal. Um, French dip season, man. That's my favorite sandwich probably to make it home. Oh. A good old French dip. When I when I lived in Philly, there was a place near my house that made a fantastic French dip sandwich. And I used to get it like once a week. It was so good. I'd take it home and smoke a big bong so, and then sit around and dip my sandwich. In honor of National Sandwich Day, uh, tag us on Instagram. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah, tag add us on Instagram. Post a picture of your favorite sandwiches. Get get some juicy meats, Use bro. hashtag put National some, Sandwich Day. On and it. don't forget to tag Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Instagram. We'd love to see your favorite sandwiches. Uh, and now it's time for spoiler alert. The train keeps a rolling, Vincent Fody. It's time to dive on into spoiler alert. Thanks for getting it dialed in to KAKU 88.5, your at-home conspiracy station. Now, Chuck, since we've talked last, you have seen Dune in the movie theater? Yeah, it was so good. So last time I I had seen it, but you hadn't seen it yet. And since then, you went to go see it. Yeah. By now, the way, guys. First of all, can we just give a quick shout out to... Watching movies by yourself in the Going theater. to see it's a so movie good. by yourself guys, in the movie theater. Why are we wasting valuable, precious time on this earth with with your friends and girlfriends or, or grandmas or what haves you? You can't talk in the movie theater anyway. So no! going with somebody is just a moot point anyway. Or you ever go to the movies and someone asks you a question? And, and they want to share a mystery. And, and they want to like, share your candy. Why did they kill that person? And I'm like, I don't know, Cecilia. Why don't we watch the next 90 minutes? And now I've only gotten to eat 80% of my raisinets instead of 100% of my ah! raisinets. Uh, so I actually When you go do... to the movies by yourself, no one's going to get mad at you. I don't like to leave to go, to go pee. So sometimes when I'm done drinking my Coca-Cola, I just reposit it into the Coca-Cola okay. when you're next to people they're going to be like Chuck T don't pee in the movie theater but when you're, you're by yourself you can pee in the movie theater all you want Vincent Foti <laughs> You just got to remember that you peed in it when you get thirsty 10 minutes later. You're going to end up on some sort of list, Chuck. Why? By, by Why would taking your member out have <laughs> any theater. negative effect in the movie theater? You're going to end up in the Fred Willard Club. Today's show is brought to us in part by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerkies. <laughs> A great snack to take to the movies. Nobody knows more about jerk meats than Paul Rubin's. So um, Dune was a part one, baby. So yeah, just let's like talk every, about Dune. Just like a biscuits and gravy episode, they leave you wanting more, Vincent so, Foti. One of the major reasons why I wanted to go see Dune in the movie theater as opposed to just watching it on HBO uh, was it's because cinematically beautiful. Not only is it a great movie to see in the movie theater because uh, this director is known for doing things on a very large scale, giant spaceships. Uh, it looks great in the movie theater, but also this movie has to make money in the box office or else the movie studios aren't going to greenlight the second half of the movie. Oh, no! The the movie, the first... They didn't kill Billet and do it both at the same time? No, they only did the first one, and then the making the second half was going to be contingent on that movie making money Lame. in the movie theater. And so, uh, since it came out, it has already made money. Okay. It's already gone past the amount of money that they spent for the budget. And so, uh, we've just found out Blockbuster. This, we just found out this week that it has been greenlit for the second half because mm. the, this movie doesn't even cover the entire first book. 
and there's like there's like ten Dune books. If we want to see more Dune movies you know, coming Dune out, the Dune book was originally published by like a tractor trailer company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to see more Dune movies, go support. Which is about tra- basically the, Dune is about tractors. I would recommend the whole movie is about harvest and spice. I would recommend uh, seeing it in the movie theater because then we can support it, and then the movie companies will make more. It's so good. And I, I'm a big fan of the Dune series, and so. I think like the second and third books, if they if they keep making Dune movies, they'll probably do a they'll probably get up to the second and third. Aquaman book. is in it. It's cool. The books the books kind of aren't so great after a while, but the first couple books are really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And the worms look groovy. There was a lady in the movie theater with a blanket. And it made me kind what of jealous because I was Jackson's like, kid? I was like, it would be so awesome to go to the movies and bring your own blanket and just snuggle up under the blanket and watch it a movie. It would be so awesome to be cold in Hawaii. I like the only time I'm comfortable is at a movie theater under that harsh, yeah. harsh AC. Going going to the movies is is fun. Yeah, go, by yourself, dude. Go to the movie. many activities. Go to the movies by yourself. So good. And bring a blanket. You'll have a great time. Also, did you see the new Simpsons Treehouse of Horror this year? I missed it. Okay, so I I didn't watch. It came out like two weeks ago, and oh. I hadn't seen it, but I did watch it for Halloween. It was okay. The Simpsons are way past their prime. They did a Parasite parody. And it was like some Parasite some of the, came out like three years ago. Some of the stuff that they do isn't even that scary. It, it just feels like they're using Halloween Treehouse of Horror as an excuse to do like a non-canonical Simpsons episode. I don't know. It just wasn't that great. They did a ring parody and a and a parody of what was that Mark Wahlberg movie where the trees come to life and poison everybody? Oh God! What was that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about the yeah. happening. So yeah. anyway, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 32, I believe it was this year. Not that great. You can skip it. You but know what's pretty watch... good? Curb season two or season uh, eleven. Curb episode season two. year eleven and and episode three. Oh, episode three is out. Yeah, it comes out every Sunday. So there's. Are three... we already on episode three? The third episode came out. There was a the episode where Larry bought a steak for this lady and she didn't finish it. And he's like, "Can I have a piece?" And she's like, "No, I'm taking it home for the dog." So then they get into an argument over whether a human should take precedence over a dog. He paid for it. And, whether... and then we see the dog. The dog ain't eating all that steak. <laughs> I also watched uh, for Halloween. I watched. Uh, did you watch any scary movies? I did. I uh, I saw from Dust Till Dawn, which nice. is not exactly scary. Very good, but, but it's, it's scary. It's pretty cool. Yeah, strippers and vampires. Mm-hmm. What's not the love? Tijuana. Uh, I watched Near Dark, which was amazing. Okay, I uh, had never seen it. It's a early, early '90s movie kind of about vampires and what i really liked about it is in a lot of vampire movies vampires are like rich and elegant and this showed like trashy drug head oh that's vampires. the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago yeah. yeah we talked about that it was probably a month or so ago is that the one with bill paxton yeah dude yeah and then the kid is ru- the vampire kid's running down the street and he bursts in the flames yeah a lot of people catching in the flames in dust till dawn it's a good movie dark yeah um i watched the conjuring which i had never seen it's a good one that's one of my favorite horror movies yeah it's got a uh, coach taylor from uh, friday night lights and I also watched uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, wow. What do you like better, the hol- the uh, Friday the 13th series or the Nightmare on Elm Street series? I think I like Friday the 13th better. I think Friday the 13th is a better I think I don't Nightmare like the dream on Elm I think Nightmare on Elm Street and... is a better has some better movies, but I think the Friday the 13th series at least they try to 
they try to rationalize why he keeps coming back to life. Whereas um, Freddy Krueger, they're just like, eh, you know, we Something. killed you killed him, but you know, Freddy he didn't really Jason kill him. in space. In Friday the Thirteenth, they're like, okay, well, he was dead, but then he came back to life because of this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. How is Maybe there, we'll talk about that next week. How is there going to be Matrix 4? I don't know. Oh, and watch What We Do in the Shadows, tries. Season 3 finale, What We Do in the Shadows. Colin Robinson did die, but he got reincarnated as a baby. Oh, no. So now he's a baby Car- Colin Robinson. And also, don't forget to watch Succession Season 3. And listen to all of your favorite biscuits and or gravy-related news. All right. We got to do this real quick. Chuck's up now Buffalo. We're over 30 seconds. Our first question comes from Nancy in Lansing, Michigan. She wants Nancy to know... Nancy in Lansing! In the PBS show, Arthur, what kind of animal is Arthur? Arthur is an aardvark. That is correct. Uh-huh. David in Trenton, New Jersey wants to know, name a movie starring or featuring Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Of course, he's in uh, Leprechaun. Leprechaun is correct. He's also in the Harry Potter series and Willow. And uh, it's Star Wars. Uh, of course, episode one he's in. And uh, the third question is always a sports question. Lisa and Hailey Miley wants to know, who won the World Series? The Dodgers? Ooh, I'm sorry. It was the Braves. Oh, the Atlanta Lordy. Braves. But you got two out of three. You know what they say, Chuck. And speaking of Braves, uh, that sure also to means that support that's the end of our show. All cops are Brazilian. A <laughs> cab. A cab, baby. Give me-